Hi, this is Sherry Chris. I'm excited to be coming to your home soon. For 25 years, you have been coming to Inman Connect. Now Connect is coming to you. Find out details at Inman.com. Hi, this is Brad Inman with my Daily Dispatch. The poet Carl Sandburg wrote once, the fog comes in on little cat feet. It sits looking over harbor and city on silent haunches and then moves on. Almost every summer day, the fog comes through the Golden Gate in San Francisco and defines life there, work, play, mood, and daily decisions and habits. And then in the fall, its season is over. As we just begin to see through the fog of COVID-19, we realize this too has an end. Not knowing when is daunting and not yet understanding the full consequences is scary, but there is solace in realizing the raging 2020 COVID-19 someday, not its memories, will too pass. My guest today to discuss the current haze over the world and its consequences for real estate our Homelight founder, Drew Ur, and Southern California realtors, and I think partners, business partners, Elmer Morales and Jackie Soto. Good morning, greetings, how are you all? Good morning, Brad. We are good here in Chino, California. It's gonna be a sunny, beautiful day, and I just wanna thank you so much for having us today. Awesome. Doing great, Brad, thanks for having me. Yeah. Good morning, Brad, thank you for having me. By the way, the sequence there was Jackie, Drew, and Elmer, um, just so you can, pinpoint their voices, gang. So let's jump into this. Um, you know, here we have a tech company here. Um, Drew's the founder of Homelight, which is a well-funded copycat of a company I started called HomeGain. I'm kidding, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flattered. flattered Out with the gloves, Brad. Out with the gloves. <laughs> By the way, that was uh, in the 1900s. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm really, I'm really uh, as all entrepreneurs, I'm so proud of what Drew's created and accomplished. And we need to cheer on all the entrepreneurs. And then I have two hardworking uh, realtors. Is that correct, Jackie? And yeah, if there's one thing that we have, it's hard work. So yeah. Thank you for that. Don't lack that for sure. Now, gang, I get to see their friendly faces on video so I can make eye contact as we chat it up. Um, you're all smiling. Tell me what really is underneath that beautiful smile. Um, Emma, let's start with you. What, what's the mood out there? Um, if you can describe it. Um, well, initially when this all started taking place, it was, um, I think, shock uh, for myself and for the team and, and, and the agents in the office. Uh, but we, we had to pivot, we had to make a change. Uh, we were focused, initially we were focused on the media, social media, so that created, you know, negativity and just, you know, everybody walking around the office kind of moping and, and uh, trying to figure out what was going to go on, but um, we quickly changed out of that within like two to three days, uh, changed mindset, started focusing on all the positive things. And for the most part, we, you know, right now it, we, we feel good about the business, which was a really big concern initially, but we really, really truly feel good about the business right now. Sales are still That's taking place. So we're excited. You make me, that makes me so happy. By the way, my, Mike Delpreet had a story this week on the recovery and it was, kind of amazing, you know, he's a, he's a guru with a lot of stats from University of Colorado Boulder who, uh, Boulder who writes for us and gets on stage. And he had this pretty optimistic scenario about listings in the markets hit first, 
how they're coming back, which means at least half of the flywheel buyers and sellers may be coming back. Um, let me ask you this, Omar. I noticed do the, through this, the trolls, there aren't as many, the bitterness, the, the negativity you spoke about. I get attacked every day for what we write, what I say, and I'm just used to it. And they've been attacking me since I wrote for the LA Times 30 years ago. And uh, it's just my life. Does it affect me sometimes? Yeah, it really hurts my feelings. <laughs> I've read. But they have calmed down. I feel like the spirit of COVID is maybe you shouldn't act like an asshole right now. What do you think? Uh, Jackie, what do you think? I think we're just respecting each other's perspectives right now. I think right now there's a huge amount of empathy out in the world in general. And everyone's just really coping with each other. They're growing together. And this is not just an industry thing. This is a worldwide thing. I think we're realizing that we're all human beings and we're acting like human beings. There you go. I think the only people we don't have empathy for is Harvard University getting $12 million of the PPP. When I've heard of small brokers not getting anything, that's the only thing I don't know. <laughs> Did you go to Harvard? Drew, you probably went to Harvard. You're one of those tech startup guys. <laughs> I would never do that, Brad. I went to Stanford. Come on. Oh, God. I hope they didn't get any damn money. <laughs> and for the record, I have not checked my bank account today, so we're not sure about that. <laughs> I remember back in the day when it was always over <laughs> bucks. So anyway, hey, Drew, tell us about the tech startup world. You you mingle with all the, the the entrepreneurs and the founders, and I guess your misery equation is no better than anybody's, right? I mean, this is it must have like hit you like a two by four, right in your middle of your face. Yeah, look, you know, um, uh, in in startup land, we're constantly. Um, push to grow. And when something like this happens, you have to um, uh, step back and say, wait a minute, um, we need to make sure that um, we have as much liquidity as possible and as much runway as possible. And so you've seen, you know, virtually every um, CEO I know has had to make, you know, pretty substantial changes in their business. But um, the good news is, is, you know, real estate is not um, like, you, you know, um, shut down, right? Like we're, we've been deemed as, you know, essential service and virtually every state and, um, you know, and so um, transactions are still occurring. And so, you know, Homelite, we're rather than, you know, sitting and, you know, moping around, we're, we're um, you know, trying to figure out how we can both be, you know, play defense, but also go on offense at the same time. And how are we going to, you know, help our clients um, be, you know, uh, achieve their goals in this environment going forward, especially because, you know, look, you know, Yes, I, I think we are going to see things bounce back um, as we go back to work, but um, it's very possible that this, um, that COVID-19 does not go away anytime soon and that this is actually a new normal, this is a new environment, and that the same uh, uh, emotions that are, uh, you know, uh, uh, preventing people from listing their home today still exist in a year in terms of, they're, you know, they're, they're afraid that um, for their own safety, right? And they're afraid that um, they may not be successful with their transaction. And so we as a real estate industry, I think need to really focus on how can we help our clients um, in this environment? How can, how can we reassure them that they can transact both safely and successfully in this environment? Absolutely. You know, I've had two knocks on my door where I am, uh, one a buyer and one a prospective tenant, literally knock on my door and say, are you interested in selling your house? Are you interested in renting your house? And all that affirmed, and they weren't whack jobs. Uh, they were, you know, people who uh, were sincere. There was a couple that flew in from overseas and they decided to come here. 
because of the heat and they just decided to go door to door. I don't think they knew you could call a realtor maybe, and uh, which I encouraged them to do and I gave them my realtor's number. But it just is an indication under any circumstance, people are gonna seek shelter, they're gonna need to move away from shelter and there are, there are transactions. Although I gotta tell you, I think we need a new vernacular now. This is the time, softer, gentler transactions. That's one too many syllables. It's not really what a, you know, this is all about anyway, but any, any commentary, I'd love to hear from, you know, you're on the ground. What are your clients telling you, Jackie? What, what are you hearing from your customers all over the map or what are they saying? I love what you said about they need shelter because that's the client right now. Right now, you're not going out to seek business. You're not trying to get someone to move right now. You're being helpful and being helpful is, helping the clients that need to move. Those are the clients right now. The stories behind the people that need to move right now are some pretty severe stories, Brad. Just last week, I mean, there was one woman, um, her husband passed away literally a week afterwards. She fell down the stairs and broke her legs. This is someone that needs to sell and move. And wow. if she doesn't, you know, what can happen to her? So right now it's just, the key is being helpful. The story behind every client right now is that they need to move. People need shelter. I love what you said. Tell me this, Jackie, how did it happen that you came across that deal? I assume you, you and Elmer laid the groundwork long before COVID-19 to have lots of great community relations. Is, is that where these inquiries and customers come from? What, what happens? What did they, did Zillow or through Homelight? So, how did that happen? <laughs> Elmer and I had a very similar vision. Uh, we were totally separate entities and um, touching on, what he said in the beginning of COVID, when he said that we, our morale was a little bit down. That's the beauty of having a partner. I just want to touch on that because I'm really thankful that, you know, when he was going through that, I feel that my spirits were a little bit higher. I was a little bit more positive about things. But then the following week, the roles were kind of reversed. So I loved having a partner through that. Um, but so these clients, these clients are coming from industry relationships that we've gained, like with Drew and Homelight, uh, Zillow, Open Door. We work heavily with the online marketplace where their boots on the ground. And when consumers are reaching out to the iBuyer, it's most likely they need to sell. And right now in this market, I mean, the iBuyer is key for them to be able to avoid the traditional marketplace and to get their home sold. Wow, So great story. You, I bet you have a good partnership. Who's the yen and who's the yang? Uh, Elmer, what's the yin and yang all about? Because I can already tell looking at you, there's a yin and yang here that makes for a successful uh, team or partnership. Can you, can you give us a little color on that without getting too personal? Um, no, it's, I mean, for Jackie and I, it's pretty simple. The reason why we, like she shared a little while ago, the reason why we came together was just, you know, we, we had the same vision. Um, we're, we're all about internet marketing and the internet consumer. And we felt like, um, you know, there wasn't enough there wasn't a good handling of internet leads. So the lead that Jackie was talking about is just, a, it, it's, an, it's an online buyer that came in. But back to Jackie and I's relationship, um, you know, she, she makes up for some of the things I lack and, you know, we, we do a good job of um, keeping it real. Uh, we don't sugarcoat anything when, when we talk about situations and we make good decisions. Um, obviously the first one being us coming together and it's just worked out for us. Um, you know, she's, she's a gentle side of, of Elmer for sure and, uh, and E-Homes, uh, but it's just been a, a great combination, um, her and I working together. 
and business, you know, business has been really, really good. Hey, Drew, let me ask you, what is the behavior, any insight you can give us data or, or color commentary or anecdotes, the consumers that are coming through Homelite now, is there any profile or any interesting, like, wow, this is, this is something that's going on. I'm sure you get to share that with customers like, like Elmer and Jackie. Um, anything you're seeing with consumer behavior now that's different or unique? And Jackie and Elmer, feel free to jump in on what's maybe different about that consumer now online. Sure. We're definitely seeing people who are um, the, the most motivated, right? So on both sides yeah. of the transaction, the most motivated buyers, the most motivated mm -hmm. sellers. And the interesting thing is, you know, even though, you know, volumes are down across the industry, of course, um, you know, it's those most motivated folks who are still transacting. And at least, you know, from what we can see that the, the marketplaces remain fairly well balanced, right? So for instance, like you're not seeing, you know, prices um, drop dramatically right now, um, you know, like, like pricing is, is held pretty firm. And it's because, you know, yes, there's fewer buyers out there, but there's also dramatically fewer listings. In fact, now is actually, <laughs> so it's arguably a pretty good time to sell your home because um, if you are concerned about what the next 12 months might hold, um, you know, if your home is on the market right now, it's going to get a lot of attention because there's just not a lot of, uh, of other listings Maybe the, out there. You know, we always talk about supply, demand, and balance in California. Maybe the market's finally in this weird set of circumstances, not as vibrant a market, more like the Chilean economy, which is a great economy historically, but it was really small. Is it just a smaller market, but more balanced? Hi, this is Joe Rand. I'm excited I may be coming to your home soon. For 25 years, you have been coming to Inman Connect. Now, Connect is coming to you. Find details at Inman.com. That, that's exactly what we're seeing. And, and then there's a lot of really personal stories behind each and every buyer and seller, like, like, um, you know, like, like Jackie was, was describing. And you know, Jackie and Elmer have been fantastic partners of us, um, of Homelight over, over the years. And you know, they're on the front lines, um, you know, uh, uh, interacting with um, our, our clients every day and, and, and helping them through this, uh, you know, this, this tough time. Elmer, you like like Chile. you're not from Chile, are you? No. I was with a woman from Chile for 12 years. It was an interesting relationship. <laughs> yeah, very up and down with, with her moods and my moods, but it was fabulous. Hey, uh, let me ask, let's do a case study here, Jackie and Elmer, okay? I got a little house. 1926, 1,200 square feet, West Hollywood, part of that whole scene. Uh, Yas, you know, totally buffed it up. It's a beautiful house with all this great art. And we have it. We're really lucky to have it. And uh, we go back and forth what to do. Um, it was setting empty and someone knocked on our door, uh, a young single mother during the middle of this who lost her job. And she said, would you rent it to me? And we rented it very, very cheaply for her so she could have the house and a really great tenant. Um, she doesn't know how to fix the, um, the thermostat. That kind of bugs me, but everything else she's good at. And it's just nice to have her there. But now, of course, someone heard in the neighborhood and the local realtors who walked by said, oh, the Inmans are running their house and uh, you should sell it. This is a really good time. One, let me ask both of you, is that bullshit, um, meaning can, what would be the price? And what would you tell me if I decide to sell it? What would you like? How would you coach me as a potential uh, seller agent? And you're close by. So if we do it, we can give it to you. But what, what, any coaching here? case study, Brad Inman with um, house in West Hollywood. Not that you know that particular market. Any thoughts? I have Jack? a listing in East Hollywood right now and it's sitting, but it's a duplex. 
So um, it's a duplex. So East Hollywood, what's happening right now is the investors are coming in, they're picking up the kind of not renovated yet homes and they're building up, right? To be able to have more space, uh, more units. They want nine, nine units, depending on where they're at. Anyhow, um, if you were a seller in this market though, it just depends on circumstance. So a little home, just like you said, in West Hollywood for a single family, for a smaller family would sell fairly quickly in this market, 100%, virtually. LA is a lot more high intent and they're very acclimated to technology. So they're purchasing, you know, without sight unseen. They're purchasing subject to interior inspection and then afterwards you can FaceTime them through the home and they're able to close, um, do their final walkthrough. That's when they come in physically to actually see yeah. the home. Hey, hey Brad, what I've, what I've noticed in the market right now too though is so maybe like early January, you were able to stretch stretch value a little bit. So if you had, so anything would sell in January, regardless of what the house looked like or almost whatever price you put on it. But what we're noticing now is, so if you have a house that doesn't necessarily present well, right? And the seller's not willing to make any changes to it and, and, they, and they wanna stretch the value too, that house is gonna sit on the market. Like yeah. it, the market's not gonna take a sharp, uh, uh, swing upward and they're just, it, it's just gonna sit there. So you gotta price well. And you really? got to put a good product out on the market right now. To entry to level. So you mentioned small. When I said small, I meant entry level. Entry level is selling quickly. Yeah. That's what's selling quickly right now because yeah. those are the people that need to move. The only problem yeah. with the entry level, Yas, when we were away one time uh, in one summer, she decided, because she doesn't drive, she's from Morocco and never drove a car in her life. And if she did, we should just absolutely get out of the state that she's driving in. But she <laughs> just decided single-handedly, um, to convert our garage into this really unbelievably cool loft. So stupid, we have a house in LA without a garage, but whatever, it's <laughs> fine. We, we love the, the house. Drew, let me ask you this. Um, let's imagine Brad Inman came onto Homelight right now and decided to use Homelight to find a good agent to sell my house in West Hollywood. Just tell me that online experience. And then I wouldn't mind, you know, Jackie and Elmer, you know, jumping in, if, if you feel like it, on, on what that experience from your end as a realtor, when Brad Edmund comes through and says, I need to find a realtor in nine, what is it, nine zero zero four eight or something like that. Sure, sure Brad. So, um, you know, you would answer a few basic questions on our site about the, the type of home you're looking to sell, um, the, the neighborhood price point, you know, the, the basic features of the home. Um, we would then um, match you with both a great real estate agent and um, a simple sale partner. Um, so a simple sale is our marketplace connecting, um, you know, you know, potential sellers with cash investors um, and with iBuyers, right? And um, what's interesting is during this, um, during this, the, during this time, um, those options can be especially important for people, um, especially for homes that maybe aren't the most marketable. And if you're concerned that they may sit on the market for a little while. Um, some of the tech-enabled iBuyers have actually pulled back in this market and have stopped purchasing homes, but we are absolutely open for business with our simple sale platform. We have over 100 cash buyers who are still actively buying homes on the platform today. And the interesting thing is if you're a real estate agent, you can still work with us, um, you know, bring us your clients, you can get paid a commission, you can help the client achieve liquidity um, immediately for the home. And, um, and then our, the partner can, um, you know, will, uh, will, will purchase the home. And so, so it can, it can be really, it can be a really interesting, um, you know, uh, uh, alternative, and especially in a market like this for, for, um, for potential sellers and their agents. Elmer, does it work well? It works extremely well. I, I, I 
I'm I'm a big fan of Home Light. Uh, the one thing about Home Light is they do uh, refer the client out to one or two agents, the top agents in the area. So if you're if you're if you're you know you're not you don't have your your, your best uh, presentation or you're not you know you you just don't have um, what it takes to take the listing, then it's going to show when you show up in front of the front of the consumer. Um, so, you know, that's when we first initially started working at Homelike and we had to start competing for the listings, um, we quickly realized that we weren't as prepared as we needed to be. And we had to make some changes to our presentation, you know, do all the basic stuff like the role playing, uh, work on your objection handling, all that good stuff. And now when we get a lead, it's like, all right, let's go. Who's up? Who am I up against this time? Yeah, that changed very quick. Elmer, Elmer and Jackie are, are, uh, are very successful on the platform at this oh, point. I can tell. Oh, well. okay. <laughs> hey, Jackie, go ahead. You jump in, but also answer this question on the other half. Uh, this is a great time to get your act together and that kind of stuff, right? Uh, it is. Get your, go for it, Jackie. So not just getting your act together, but I, I know on Inman in the group, they were asking like, what are you doing differently? For us, it was really easy to transition, and I'm doing air quotes. I know you're not going to see it in the podcast, but so Drew's company, they weaponize us. They give us this arsenal of like tools that we're able to use in this market, outside of this market. Um, tools like the cash close program, where you're able to uh, unlock the equity on your home to purchase your next home and then sell after you're in your, this is a way for people to upgrade in the COVID market using that cash flows program, which Drew can talk about. Um, but not just that, the iBuyer working with Open Door or the Simple Sale, like these tools, if you didn't have them before this market, I, you're gonna have to learn about them now and you should be using them after this market. These are things you should have had all along. Yeah. So definitely having an arsenal um, for our agents, for the brokerage, to be able to go out there and present options. Because at the end of the day, everybody just needs options. It's yep. perspective. I love that. For the client, what is most important to them? Sometimes it's time. Yeah. Sometimes it's safety, not wanting anyone in your home. Yeah. So. You know, I, I do this, I, I do some corny things and I told the story, which some people call corny. And I think, because you're both sec tech savvy, all three of you, but what's wrong with this story? And I think you know why I tell it, but I, I would just, I think it may sound like I'm saying the technology, particularly on the lead generation side, I'll call it, is not as core as I know you three believe it is. But it's a story of every few days I get a, a paper bag out of my front door and it's always something that I need. Like I got a, a whole chicken and a leg of lamb the other day. And the person that left it knows that is what I want. And just every few days, once a week, not overdone, no note, no business card, no expectation, no follow-up. And uh, I've, I've written and said, uh, it didn't come from Zillow. No offense, Drew, it didn't come from Homelite. It didn't come, it didn't come from Realty Headquarters. It didn't come from you know, delivery.com. Uh, it didn't come from dash bash, everything else.com. It came from my local realtor. And um, it's just a true story. And I already liked him, but I probably like him more now. <laughs> And I probably couldn't imagine if he could sell in West Hollywood that I would absolutely use him just because he built some genuine loyalty without an ask, without a sales pitch, just kind of service over sales. Um, but some people would hear that and go, oh, okay, that's, that's cute, Brad. That's really nice. But the reality is if you're not totally with it on technology and using Zillow and using Homelite, it, it, I can't imagine the future is going to be 
you can't just rely on that, right? Or am I wrong? The, the, I think that the, the important thing is that is that when it's time to transact the most valuable asset of your entire life, there's a lot of money on the line, a lot of emotions on the line, and for for the for the for the buyer or seller, it's something you do so infrequently that having a great real estate agent in your corner is super important. They're um, having a human being that knows what they're doing and has seen this before um, to be your champion. It's just, it, 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 because there, there is that personal connection that's so important. And so I think your, your, your story highlights that. And that's, that's certainly, um, you know, Homelight's all about building connections with those great real estate agents like Elmer. Got it. Jackie, Elmer, what do you think? We're always going to have that, Brad. Um, we're always going to have relationship business. That's never going to go away. But we need to also supplement and help companies like Drew's and Zillow's. They need help too. The consumers that are online are going to need help on the ground. And yeah. after you have built that relationship, you nurture it. And that's your relationship business. There's always like a seed to start it. And that's where the online business comes in. So what, well, what give, I think... me, give me a good wrap to this whole conversation. I can, I, I can tell you're going to deliver it for me. So what, what I was going to say is, um, so Brad, you, you're always going to have your local real estate agent and, and that's probably never going to go away. Like we still do all the basic stuff, the mailers and, you know, the drop-offs, we still do all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, we also understand the consumer is still going to jump online and do either look up his estimate, a home value on Homelite, and they're probably going to click on something like they normally do. So the agent that you have in West Hollywood that you absolutely adore um, you're going to end up clicking on either a home search or something, and then another agent is going to come into the picture to compete with him. So at that point, although you love that real estate agent, if Elmer shows up at your doors and he has the, the statistics to show you that he could get you more for your home at a quicker time, then now, you know, all the work that that agent's done in dropping off all the goodies for the last five years, um, you know, it, 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 was there any value in it? Uh, versus myself, I, you know, we're focused on the only online uh, consumer and we're able to get an opportunity in that bat to present to you. You know, that's a really good point. Many years ago, I was in Berkeley and I had had a realtor for many, many years that I used for many, many years. And when I sold that house about 10 years ago, I went back to her just out of loyalty and I realized she wasn't as with it as probably you two are. And well, I'm glad I did it. I'm kind of was not glad I did it because um, you kind of got to have all those tools. You got to have those relationships. You got to have the tech tools. If, if you're in, what is it, 2020? I mean, you, you can't like pretend this stuff isn't there. Hey, you, you three were marvelous. This is Brad Inman checking out.